0: A dose of hope coming at you. Hi, this is Jen Harris, author of Divorce Bucket List. Don't just survive divorce, thrive.
1: Hi, this is Dave Austin from Sleep in Heavenly Peace in Hampton, Virginia. We are humans helping humans. And with our help, no kid sleeps on the floor in our town.
2: Young
3: people going to stand up real quick. Come on. Come on, we got to stand Yo, everybody, come get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it. You gotta get.
2: Come on. Fifth one. Fourth one. I'm sorry.
4: Yes, today is a brighter day. That was Kirk Franklin himself with Brighter Day. This episode is special to me because we have an unsung hero guest with us today. We love to celebrate people who give of themselves for the betterment of humanity. So we are happy, happy, happy. (laughs) Did I say happy. (laughs) This episode is appropriately named Humans Helping Humans, as both of these amazing guests are committed to what it takes to help other humans live, strive, and be great. Collectively, they understand the meaning of what one small act of kindness can do, what one small transformational word can do, and do not hesitate to do what's needed to help others. Together, they are humans helping humans. We present to you Dave and Marcia Austin, as well as Jennifer for Harris, the divorce coach. Up next is Rain and Fire by the Agape Music Group featuring Renee Pullum. This is episode 42.
2: All of my eyes, all of my fears, giving my all to you. Oh oh, so please don't be near. You said you won't leave me. I'm not on my own. Better than a triumph, even when.
3: Right, I'm faithful, and life is also oh so sobering. One minute flying in the air, next, I'm crashing, crashing, on oh, but somehow surviving the impact. Though I still got some bruises from my past, I know you. Me this way, ooh. While I- Of the Unsung Heroes series, where we highlight those who selflessly serve their community.
4: Today we are super excited and interviewing from the Unsung Heroes series. We have not done that in such a long time, so I am super over-the-top excited about it. Today we bring to you some very special people. They go by the names of Dave and Marcia Austin, and guess what? They are here as our Unsung Heroes of the Day. They are part of an amazing national organization called Sleeping Heavily Peace, and they have been featured on CNN Heroes, NBC Nightly News, and so many other other great news outlets. They are here today to share sleep in heavenly peace with us. As they are the co-presidents of the Hampton, Virginia chapter, we thank you for joining the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a dose of folk radio. How are you? Thank you for having us. Thanks, hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Absolutely honored to have you here. So please, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from?
1: Uh, well, we actually run the Hampton, Virginia chapter of Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Uh, mm. And we call it SHP for short. That's just uh, to make things quicker. Uh, (laughs) But SHP is a national organization. Uh, It was started in Idaho by a man named Luke Mickelson. Uh, And we got our inspiration from him when he was featured on Facebook show with Mike Rowe. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, When we got started, SHP had seven chapters, I think. Uh, Now they're approaching 300. uh, Wow. in just a little over three years. Uh, he started way back in 2012, but uh, we, we got involved in 2018. And like I said, since then, they've, they've grown quite a bit. Is uh, actually exploded in 2018. Uh, and then they've added about 100 chapters a year since then. So. wow. But basically, we um, each chapter uh, operates not independently, but on its own. We raise our own money uh, and the money stays local. It supports the local chapters. And basically what we do is we organize events. We get the community involved uh, in building the bed. We don't actually build the beds ourselves. Our volunteers do that. We have a core team of volunteers that help us run the chapter. And then we get organizations and businesses to sponsor the beds. Uh, and they can either do that uh, by just a straight up donation or they can host their own build day where, where we'll come to them or they can come to us and depending on how many you know how much money they donate, uh, they can determine how many beds we'll build that day. And we do two two different types of builds, basically. One's a public build, where anybody in the community is welcome to come join us. And then we do private builds, where only the members of the business or organization are involved with actually build, building the beds. Oh, okay. uh, that is primarily up to the sponsor uh, whether the public is in- invited or not, typically if we if we have enough donations to do the build, then we just invite the public to come out and help us build the beds. But uh, if the if sponsoring organization wants to do it, then then by all means, it's their money, so we'll let their people do it. So, but oh, we wow. do generally invite the. Uh, the general public to help us deliver the beds. Uh, We do, depending on how many cases we have open and how many beds we have available, uh, will determine how many uh, days a month we deliver. Uh, we have done as many as three day, three days a month. Yeah. Uh, we typically work on Saturdays because we, this is a volunteer thing for us. We mm-hmm. do both have full-time jobs. Oh, okay. We're all volunteers at the chapter level of SHP. Every every chapter is, is basically all volunteer driven. So each chapter president that you meet is a volunteer. So wow. anyway, uh, we, we do, typically do our uh, work on Saturdays because that's when volunteers are most available to us. Huh? Okay. And all of our core team are volunteers as well. And then they all, most of them have full time jobs. We have a few retirees, but uh, most of them still work full time. So they, they're willing to give their Saturday mornings up to us and <laughs> not their Saturday afternoons. So, wow. <laughs> well, but, what makes
4: you do this? What made you decide on this particular cause, this particular organization? Huh?
1: Well, when I saw the show about SHP and Luke and just listening to him talk and stories he told about the kids and just his inspiration for, you know, the fact that he, our, our slogan is, No Kid Sleeps on the Floor in Our Town, and that came from a story that he tells about his first bed delivery before it was even a, a, an organization. Uh, it was just a, a person helping another family get a bed for their child who didn't have one, and when he left the house he was so inspired by the little girl, and he's like, because the little girl was sleeping on the floor Mm -hmm. in a pile of clothes. And uh, when he left, he's like, you know, if if I can have anything to do with it, uh, there's no kid that's going to sleep on the floor in my town. And that kind of rolled into him and some friends. Uh, doing it at Christmas time, and then hence the name "Sleep in Heavenly Peace." So it just kind of ballooned from there, and then, and then his friend started a chapter in, in his town, and then some friends of theirs started another chapter in another town, and it wow. just bloomed from there. Yeah, and like I said, we we saw it on on Facebook, and then along with I uh, I don't know fifty thousand other people, <laughs> uh, they they had a. Uh, When we applied uh, to start a chapter, they had about a thousand requests to start chapters. Um, Of course, not everybody followed through all the way like we mm-hmm. did um you know we are like i said we are growing i think they're you know maybe 10 or 15 chapters a month usually about it seems to be about 100 100 chapters a year now
3: oh
2: okay we're
1: adding we uh, we have chapters in canada and bermuda and the bahamas wow and of course we have seven chapters in virginia now so it's i think we're only missing three states that we don't have chapters. wow Sure.
4: You know, that's amazing to see something, you know, for him to go in and see something, a need like that, and to be able to expound on that and say, you know what, I'm going to do something about it, not on my watch. And then for, you know, people to be doing it all over the country and just making beds. I mean, I I would have never thought of that as a need, and it most certainly is. You know, most people think of food or clothes or, you know, and things like that. But you don't think about children.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. And, and, you know, uh, I don't care how good the economy is or how bad the economy is. There are always people in need. Yes. Um, and usually uh, when people are living paycheck to paycheck and, and on a shoestring budget and just with everything as expensive as it is, sometimes just putting food on the table and keeping the lights turned on is is all they're worried about. And the, yeah. the bed is actually a luxury Yes, at, at that point. So that's where we kind of come in to fill that gap uh, for most families. I mean, most of the families that we do serve are in some situation like that. And the, we do it for the kids because, you know regardless of what decisions the parents have made or the, situations the parents have, have gotten into, uh, the kids have zero control over their environment. Absolutely. And, and so the kids are in these situations through no fault or choice of their own. And so we, we try to jump in there and, and, like I said, we do it for the kids. I mean, we're helping the parents out too, obviously. But for us, the motivation is the kids. And when you see, you know, you deliver a bed to a kid and, and sometimes the bed we deliver, even as old as 16 years old, is the first time they've ever had a bed. Wow. So, um, yeah. We've, we've delivered to, uh, fa- families that have been come out of homelessness. And the bed that we deliver is the first stick of furniture in the house. So, um, it's, it's every situation you can imagine. But yes, uh, before we got into this, um, not having a bed never crossed my mind. Right. You know, I've been mm-hmm. very blessed my whole life and, and I've always had a bed to sleep in. So, you know, it just never occurred to me before I ran into this organization that, uh, that that's even a problem but now that we've been involved with it for almost four years uh it's um pretty pretty. it's very prevalent in mm-hmm. our community and i and i don't think our community is unique obviously because there's so many chapters across the country that are right just, you know doing so much and not to throw out statistics but everybody loves numbers but since since uh shp started in 2012 uh, they've delivered over 60,000 beds to kids across the country so wow Um, and each year is getting better.
5: Oh, awesome. Awesome. We are actually going to be out doing deliveries um, this Saturday. I have 18 kids who are waiting on us, and those 18 kids will put us at um, 135. Um, I don't know if you heard all the dinging in the background, but we are (laughs) getting um, bed requests in. I've, I've posted a little on Facebook and it is just taken off like wildfire so wow in the Last two, four hours I've gotten about 30 new requests and each request is at least for one to five kids you know oh wow so, you know the next thing we're looking for is more sponsors you know come out with us and and have a build day and bring your group you know your church event or your your, your company. company if you guys want to do like a civic organization we are basically a mobile furniture factory and you can come to us or we can come to you and we'll show you how how to build the beds and and the same time you know you get a bunch of kids off the floor in your neighborhood
4: yes absolutely that is beautiful so how rewarding is it to just to feel the the just to be able to bless other people how rewarding is that
1: oh it's yeah
4: it's i can't almost, even put it into words yeah, it's almost
1: <laughs> indescribable. i mean you know when you go into the house and and you know the like i said every situation is different but um, we've we've done everything from people coming out of homelessness to people escaping domestic violence situations, and you know we come into the house, and and some of these uh, moms are so appreciative that we're building the bed in one corner, and she's sitting in the other corner. Uh, with tears running down her face because she's so happy that somebody is helping her child. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, it's hard to not cry with her.
5: So. We've also been in grandma and grandpa's house where they have just taken in custody of five of their grandchildren mm-hmm. and they have upended their home to make room for these five kids. But, wow. Yeah,
1: it's very rewarding. I mean, it's, you know, and that's what keeps us going. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. It's hard to explain. I mean, it folks. is furniture. Yeah. I mean, well, just... <laughs> Just the logistics and the organization that it takes to put an event together is is quite a bit.
4: Mm -mm. I can't even begin to imagine how much work goes into something like this. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back to discuss how we can all participate.
2: I've grown accustomed to the way things are. I'm way more comfortable when it's familiar I want a life where I can guard my heart Cause easy is easy I like the solid ground beneath my feet The kind of road that someone else paved before me I need a plan that both my eyes can see through
4: Sung Hero Series guests of the day, Dave and Marcia Austin, co-presidents of the Hampton, Virginia chapter of Sleep and Heavenly Peace, a national organization who builds beds for children. Dave, tell us how people can get involved in helping to build these beds or, or just request a bed.
1: Uh, well, basically, they can reach us through our Facebook page. They can send us a message that way, or they can email the chapter. They can email us through our chapter page. Um, they can actually contact us through our website, uh, shpbeds.org. And just, sponsor uh, there's our- a contact request there. And if they. You know reach out through that it'll get to us through our chapter email as well but basically if you know once they contact us we'll we'll reach back out to them and you know work out the details of the build and when when they want to do it and how much they want to commit to it and that sort of thing but uh yes yeah, it's, it's just about a matter of reaching out to us they can contact us in multiple through multiple avenues and uh and we can we can hook them up
4: <laughs> awesome awesome well thank you so much for being selfless i mean just forgiving of yourself even though you yourself have a lot going on you know that's not easy for people to do you know you you work full-time jobs you do all that you do you do life yourself and then you also still find the time to give of yourself so we just want to say thank you so much for that thank you for joining the show we're definitely going to put this out there we want people to be able to to come out and help you guys build and also to be able to sponsor um a build as well so because look there is a need and people right. need what you have to offer and we just again thank you for being that for our community Oh, it's our pleasure Yeah, absolutely so you guys have yourself a great day and get ready for that build thank oh we you. will <laughs> thank you bye bye
3: hey, hey everybody this is Eric Brundage from the Life and Times of Eric Podcast and I want to let you guys know that you guys are listening to a Dose of Hope radio so subscribe, tune in make sure you have it notified and continue to keep listening all the time you won't break down,
2: because God's about to give you a breakthrough. Come on! Somebody, somewhere, needs a breakthrough. Somebody, who here don't know what they're gonna do. Somebody, somewhere, is gonna shake because you've, been, you've praying, been praying. but the pandemic is still here. Constraint. Is God even listening? Oh,
3: inspirational authors segment bringing you inspirational authors from across the globe
4: today we bring to the show someone special a special author with a special topic she has a book called the divorce Bucket List, and is here to talk to us all about it. This author, speaker, and divorce coach experienced her own traumatic marriage and vows to help others through what can be a very, very tough process. We welcome to the Inspirational Author segment, Jennifer Harris. How are you today? Hello, Hope. Thank you so much for having me. I am doing great. How are you? I am wonderful. I cannot complain. I mean, this book is needed. You know, when, I first, when you first reached out to us and I saw your topic, I was like, I absolutely we got to get her on the show i mean the divorce rates are high we all know that and so there's just so many people Mm -hmm. especially with the pandemic and everything that's going on just having a tough time making it through you know just relationships and stuff so this was absolutely timely and something that we need to talk about so tell us about yourself who you are where you from sure absolutely and I agree
0: more more than you know it's it's been something that's been calling to me a lot to do this book and, and teach on this topic and mm-hmm. so I'm glad that that you find value in it as well uh, so I actually grew up in a really small town okay. and <laughs> The town was so small. It's actually called Littlestown. Fun fact. Oh, wow. Not not because it was so little, but I guess the guy that founded it, his last name was Little. It was just happenstance that it was also so small. Like, we didn't even have a McDonald's until I graduated high school. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, after high school, I actually went on to college at West Chester University in PA. And it was right after I graduated that I had met my now ex-husband. Very, very whirlwind. We met in May we were engaged in august and pregnant in september living together so oh wow okay that was, was
3: quick <laughs>
0: yeah it was very quick and and listen I, I know that the topic here is divorce and i'm not saying that you know a whirlwind like that is always going to end in divorce right for us it did but i know a lot of people who've had similar stories and Are in happy marriages and that's Mm -hmm, great mm -hmm. Uh, but for us the story didn't go that way Um, I actually ended up we ended up having two beautiful boys uh, and we ended up struggling basically we both brought our own baggage from childhood Mm -hmm. and traumas that we hadn't dealt with Uh, he was an addict I did not know that going into the marriage again one of the reasons why i said the whirlwind didn't work for us because i didn't learn everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but i mean i brought my own stuff into it as well i had dealt with a lot of things in my childhood that had caused some issues for me that i never got help with and so it was just this really combative negative Mm -hmm. uh energy Mm -hmm. yeah it became very toxic hope yes And, you know, when I found out about the addiction, I didn't get the help I needed to stay and be supportive of that. And so it just got more and more toxic. And it ended up, you know, down the road of divorce. And that's when I, you know, started doing some work on myself. Uh, I got a divorce coach, I got counseling and, you know, it ended up being this blessing where I was able to really find myself and reinvent my life from darkness to truly thriving now. Mm -hmm. And then I went on to become a trained and certified divorce confidence and transformation coach, wrote my book and uh, I'm now in like the best relationship I've ever been. So wow. I'm excited about the future. Yeah.
4: Yes, yes. I love how you, you know, you went through your own journey. You have your own story and and you didn't let it stop you. You didn't let it, you know, break you or, or disappoint you enough that you didn't, you know, just move on and do what you had to do. And now you're out here doing all these great things and helping other people. So it's just really good to see. You know when people can overcome adversity and you you my dear have done that oh thank you absolutely what got you to the point where you said you know what i'm going to write this book and i want to put this out for other people to enjoy
0: so i don't want to give away the story too much but i'll just give a little a little bit of it because that is why i wrote the book it's part of the story so what happened was uh right before my now ex-husband said those words, I want a divorce. Before he said that, I had actually, because the relationship was so toxic, I had gotten to a point where I was, you know, having thoughts of hopelessness and fear of uncertainty. And I was overwhelmed with emotions and I was afraid. And there were points where I even considered taking my own life. You know, it got that dark. Yeah, yeah. And once i realized how dark it had gotten the divorce started you know i started spiraling and i was in a really negative dark place i decided to get some help i decided to do the things you know do the things make take the actions yeah. make the changes i needed to to live again to find yes, hope yes. and peace yeah and so i started doing all these things and i accidentally just came across this idea with a friend one night to create this bucket list of sorts that i was going to stop focusing on negative behaviors such as drinking too much swiping on tinder you know i was going to start focusing on myself yeah rebuilding myself and becoming healthy and happy again so i created this divorce bucket list of all of these things of what i was going to do so some just some quick examples was run a mar- uh run actually it was run a 5k it turned into a half marathon and i i talk about that more in the book but you know it was Little things that I always wanted to do. There were things that were going to rebuild mm-hmm. my confidence, such as home improvement projects. There were small things, and there were large things, such as taking a solo trip by myself. Yeah. And at the end of my journey through my divorce bucket list was a trip to London by myself, wow. where I actually was invited to speak on stage to thousands of others to share my story. Wow. And yeah, it was it was it was a crazy crazy experience and I'm so grateful for it. But what I realized when I got off that stage and I started having conversations with people was that more than the people in the room needed to hear the story mm-hmm. and needed to hear that you can go through something traumatic and life-changing, something that you think is the end of the world for you and you can rebuild to something beautiful and overcome and achieve so much. I and agree. so. I wrote the book.
4: <laughs> wow. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, I love it. One of the points you make um, is the fear of uncertainty when it comes to divorcing. Let's expound on that. And and how can people face that? Because, you know, been there, done that. And so I get the that there's a certain fear when it comes to divorcing. Like, I don't know, you know, I've been with this person so long. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to expect. I don't know mm-hmm. how to be alone. Like how, what, what can you recommend for people that are facing that fear?
0: Yeah. And- you're right because a lot of the times you've built your future you that's what society teaches us especially right grow up Mm -hmm, get mm -hmm. that job get married build the family buy the house and so you've done all this with this one person like that is your forever in your mind there's no after that like that is the end goal (laughs) yes and so when things start breaking apart or you find that you know, no matter what the story is, because everyone that is facing a potential divorce or, you know, one that's actually happening, the stories are all different of why it got there. But it doesn't matter how it got there. Everyone feels the same sense of impending doom. You know, yeah. I, I have no idea what's going to happen next. It's the fear of the unknown yes. and the uncertainty and it's the scariest type of fear out there. Because there are different fears, you know, like there's a snake in front of you. That's mm-hmm. a lot different than the mm-hmm. unknown yes. because you can remove yourself from the situation with the snake, right? You can't identify the unknown
4: Definitely, as yes, easily. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it, it can be overwhelming. And so my advice is for people to do two things. Number one is you want to get a great support system. and. For everyone that might look a little different, some people have a built-in support system already. Others feel completely alone, like mm-hmm. nobody understands
4: them. Yeah, yeah.
0: And a lot of the times, you're going to feel like when you're going through a divorce or thinking about one, you might have a, a circle of friends. They're all married, you know, or they're in these marriages, right. and you've right. intertwined your life with them. Uh-huh. They might not understand. Mm-hmm. So you really should. Seek out people that do understand whether that's a Facebook group or you know an in-person Good support stuff. group. Yeah. Just people that understand are really going to be the ones that can provide you that support, especially when it comes to the unknown because they know and they understand. And then the other thing is you know, in that support system is to get some type of a mentor or a coach. Because if you were going to train to be in the Olympics, would you just go and do it on your own? No.
2: Right. You would have
0: someone. Right that knows how to do it, teaching you how and helping you through. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love
4: it. So where can people find this amazing book? Yes,
0: absolutely. You can find the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, basically any any popular retailer, you're going to find it there. It's both paperback and ebook. There is an audio okay. book coming soon and you nice. can follow all of those updates on divorcebucketlist.com.
4: All right. And where can people find you? Are you on social media? I am.
0: My handle Uh (laughs) on basically all social media is divide guide Jen with two N's. So divide guide J E N N. All right.
4: We got it. Thank you so much for joining us here on a dose of hope radio. Of course. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. I can't wait to share your episode with everyone because again, I just think so many people need it. So you be blessed and have yourself a wonderful day. You too. All right. Bye-bye.
6: And I can't wait to see those early gates And see my savior And watch him ring I'm talking about one place That's always on my mind I'm talking about one place That's where I want to spend my time I'm talking about one place I want to see what I've been told I want to see those magic's I wanna see the rose of gold And I can't wait I can't wait yeah, I can't wait Yeah, I can't wait Yeah I can't wait to worship with the angel you hear us cry, holy is the Lord, and I can't wait to bow down in your presence, and you see your people on one accord, I'm talking about one place, always on my mind, I'm talking about one place, heaven. Where I want to spend my time I'm talking about one place I want to see what I've been told I want to see those mansions I want to see those roads of gold I can't wait Wait to worship with the angels. You hear us cry. Holy is Lord, and I can't wait to bow down in presence. And you see your people on one accord. I can't wait.
4: those pearly gates see my savior watch ah yeah yeah now that was a new one that was red hands featuring jonathan McReynolds. how refreshing that song was i mean i just what after it went off i just sat there for a second like what am i supposed to do now <laughs> I really love it. I really love it. Thank you to my guests for being on the show with me today. I mean, we appreciate you so much. You were just so awesome. Thank you for everything that you share. Thank you for giving of yourselves. Thank you for just being who you are and being a contribution to this world. Um, we appreciate you so much. Don't forget guys to go to a doseofhope.org and log on and uh, subscribe to our email list so that we can stay in touch with you. Please feel free to drop us a video, to drop us some type of communication. I mean, it's all on on the site to let us know how you feel about the show if it's something else you want to hear if it's something um, certain people you want to hear from hey let us know we'll we'll do our best to to inspire you and make your day great okay please make sure that you are keeping in touch with us so next week you know we're going to have Laura Davis here for the inspirational author segment Laura Davis is an author of seven books including the courage to heal and I thought we'd never speak again her groundbreaking books have been translated into 11 languages and and sold 2 million copies. For more than 20 years, she's helped people to find their voices, to tell their stories, and hone their craft. She is going to be with us on next week, as well as we're going to be a part of an event this weekend. It's called Girl Talk, and it's going to have, I mean, about 300 women going to be there. Dominique DeDiva is going to be hosting, as well as we're going to have Erica Dixon from Love & Hip Hop. She's going to be there as well. So we're going to be out there just capturing the media and doing all that good stuff. So I'm excited about it. Um, we're going to be servicing people with the uh, emergency broadband tablets that um, we've been doing um, for a dose of hope radio just to help people stay connected. So we're going to be out there just doing a lot of stuff and we're going to bring it all to you in a recap on next week, along with Miss Laura Davis. So please make sure that you tune in because we're going to have a whole lot of fun with this one. Um, but you know how we do every week. We close up with our theme song half hope 2.0. I'm so excited about this song. It is doing so well. And, you know, and people are just loving it, and I'm getting the opportunities to do a lot of traveling with it, to go out and just minister and give uh, moments of motivation to different stages. And so I'm excited about that. So just know that you can't stop by here without getting a dose of hope. You guys, take care, be easy, and we'll talk next week. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You make a mistake, you better get up and get up on your way.
2: Don't let nobody's in your way. Have hope to be a brighter day. Find time, you gotta make up your mind, you can do it. Hey, hey just time. I wanna leave